everybody, we just want to say a big thank you to everyone for their support so far, for the podcast, and for the feedback that we've um, received. Please keep that coming. Um, we had to mention that um, somebody who listened told us that they were you know, pausing along with it and engaging in some conversation with someone they're listening with. And um, we just love to hear that. That's exactly what we're looking for. So we're hoping that you guys will continue those conversations. And um, also you can continue those conversations with us. You can message us on our Instagram page. Um, it's just the name of the podcast, at the Thoughtfully Absurd Podcast. Um, so continue to engage in the, those conversations with us and with others. Um, make sure that you follow that Instagram page for some updates about the podcast and also some bonus material that's coming out. Um, and also we really appreciate anybody who rates us and subscribes to us on Apple podcasts and on whatever platform that you happen to, to listen to. So we really appreciate you guys, um, and hope you keep enjoying the content. Um, tell all your friends, um, and, and spread the word. Yeah, I got a lot of feedback as well from my friends and I appreciated that all positive and negative to the people who said the podcast was cancer to their ears. I hear you. And we're always looking to improve, so just keep listening. Other than that, I got nothing else. Just happy to hear people's feedback, and uh, thank you. Yeah, big thank you again to everybody, and now on to the episode. I'm just glad to be back. and welcome back to the show. Um, really, really glad to have you listening again. Today we're going to be talking about um, social media. Particularly, we're going to frame our discussion um, to start around um, kind of the idea of just how how dichotomous arguments are on social media and some of the the ways that those um, come about and are they useful? Are they not useful? So we're going to kind of work through our thoughts on on that and uh, invite you to, to come into that discussion with us. Um, so um, without further ado, um, just kind of initial reactions from you guys on what you think about social media arguments. I mean, I think that a lot of times I'm kind of framing this particularly around with like the election coming up and, and political arguments, what you guys think about um, you know the kind of discourse that goes on on social media particularly um, regarding those sorts of things my perspective mostly comes from like twitter because that's the social media i'm on the most and i feel like i see the most political stuff on twitter there isn't really a lot of politicizing on instagram usually um but twitter twitter kind of annoys me because just just by the way it is inherently it's not built for debate yet that's like where almost all the the conversations are right now because in twitter basically you make a tweet and you can make whatever claim you want. Like you can say X, Y, whatever. And then people can respond to you and you have no obligation to respond to their response. So you can like claim whatever you want. And then even if like someone like disagrees with you strongly, there's no obligation on your end to respond to that. And so basically I don't usually see people respond anyway. And so like when I see tweets that I disagree with, I'll often look at the replies. I'll see a bunch of people replied saying, you know, why they think they're wrong. And then the person, the original tweeter never responds to any of it. So it's not even like a discussion. It's just like a bunch of people shouting. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I, I am not on Twitter. I'm on just about everything else but Twitter. And so where I typically see these things happening is on either Instagram or Facebook in particular. And it's kind of the opposite experience on those platforms where I see like when people engage in those discussions where they put like their strong opinions out there, 
um, uh, people like they res- they respond back to the people that comment on their posts a lot, and it just like you can see things are just comment after comment of these people just like going after each other. That just doesn't. Most of the time, it doesn't seem very like valuable to me. So I think that's a definitely a difference between those two social medias for sure. Because I'm not really on Twitter, so I don't mm-hmm. know how it works. But um, I mean, when I'm like looking at Facebook, people are when someone comments against what somebody's opinion is, like it just becomes like just a back and forth like it, it like there's some sort of like pride there or, or something like that i don't know yeah because like facebook they put more of an emphasis on the comments like that's something you see right away like when you scroll up through right. posts you see the comments as well twitter you have to click on a tweet to see the replies and so there's just an extra step you have to see to even look at responses that's actually exactly why i got rid of facebook way back and i forgot how long it's been since i got rid of it but there was just so much of it, it was just so I don't know, I guess toxic, I guess you could say, is a lot of people just fighting back and forth and really not gaining anything from that quote-unquote discussion. But I just didn't really see it as a very positive atmosphere. Nowadays, I'm only on Instagram, like exclusively. You know, maybe Snapchat for a few select And you like to post pretty controversial pictures on Instagram as well, don't you? Yeah, oh yeah, my wildlife (laughs) photography is is probably the most controversial thing about (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's, it got to a point on, on Facebook where I was just kind of, I was tired of it. I think those discussions are important and should be had, but I'm not quite sure if social media is the perfect place to have it. I think ideally face to face would be the best situation, but I don't know. There's, there's a way you can go about it and, and to, to have these conversations the right way online, but I think it's easy for people to get caught up in their own thoughts and and say things that are a little offhand since you don't have that face-to-face interaction, you know. And there's like psychological so it's just, reasons. It's just kind of sketchy behind that. Yeah. And I don't want to get into it too much because I'm you know just reading off one article. I'm sure Luke can probably talk about it more, but. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's important to, and I, I like what you said, Ian. About I mean, it makes it makes total sense that these these. Usually the topics that are being talked about, not always, but the topics that are being talked about are things that need to be talked about. The things that need to be worked out and like the super dichotomous views, like the two opposite sides, like they need to have a conversation to find, you know, some sort of like perspective because otherwise it's just butting heads the whole time. So I think these are things that need to happen, but um, whether or not like social media is really effective at doing that, I think is a big question. And I mean, I know there's been... There's been there's been tons of studies where they'll have they'll have somebody um, read like an an opposing opinion to themselves, um, watch a video of somebody giving an opposing opinion to themselves, or or like or like listen to it. And when people when people listen to it or they watch somebody like give that opinion, they're they're like far more more. Uh, far less likely, sorry, they're far less likely to just discount that person and like think they're stupid. Um, so, and, but when they just read it, when it's just words and they're, uh, you know, like as it is on social media, the person is more likely to just say, oh, that's a, that's a view that's not mine. They're just probably too stupid to know. Um, whereas when you're, you're listening to it or if, especially seeing the person say the words, it, it changes because there's more of like a, you see them, you're like, okay, that's a, a real person. You know, even though you know they're a real person across the social media platform, when you see them or able to hear them talk, it just like sets something off, you know, psychologically inside of you where you're less likely to say, oh, that person's an idiot. They don't think what I think. They're, they're an idiot. 
it's super easy to just scroll past them when you don't agree with them. Whereas in person, you can't just you can't just scroll past them. You can just run away, I guess. But yeah, you have to engage. Right. There's, I mean, there's a few like really easy kind of guards that social media puts up for people. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if someone's standing in front of you voicing their opinion, it's a little bit, you know, you've got to have that discussion. You've got to have reasons for why you believe what you believe. You've got to have a well-reasoned argument and you have to like be reasonable with another human being who's right across from you. But when you're on social media, I mean, you can take, you know, a few hours to type back a response and, and take a while to, to think of something. Whereas you know, if you're in person, you can't do that. And also, yeah, you have that, that shield of where you can just scroll by and just say, ah, screw them. Like they're an idiot. And I think a lot of that generalization happens way too much as well, where we see somebody post something that's, um, a view that's opposing to ours. And then we just kind of write that person off as they're, you know, they're just uninformed. They're an idiot. They're not smart. And then we just generalize people, a lot by that and even other things that we say or other interactions that we have with them down the road we have that different light of them just because of kind of the the medium that that we're working in do you think there's a way that you could like change social media change like specifically facebook let's say because you have more experience with that is there a way you could is there like some feature you could put on facebook to make an argument on facebook more like an argument in person i don't know why i'm calling it an argument a discussion like it doesn't have to be an argument yeah it's like yeah sure debate. sure yeah yeah they can be discussions they usually tend to um, manifest as, as arguments yeah. on social media, but yeah. What could you change yeah, I think, about Facebook? I think, another, I think another way to approach that same question is to think like, how can you give social media more of that human element? Um, as, far, as far as interactions on social media, it's, it's just, you know, you're hiding behind your phone, you're hiding behind your keyboard. Um, it's, it's all electronic. You're not you don't have that personal uh, interaction with that person. So you are a little, a little freer to say what's on your mind and, and, and not really care for other people's thoughts in the same way. Um, It's, it's tricky. How do you, how do you give an app more personality? How do you give app an app more human characteristics? I guess. I think you have to attach everyone's address to their profile so that it, (laughs) <laughs> so that people could come personally so attack if you're you. Mad, you can go find them. <laughs> yeah, you know it's uh, it's interesting because to a certain point, right? You you just have limits with this with the social media. There, to a certain extent, you can't fix that because it's an online platform. It's not a face to face platform. You know, unless you're video calling, you're not you're not reading body language. You're not having to look the person in the eyes. You're not having to do all these things that are like an important part of 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 human interaction, you know? Um, and so to a certain point, like there's just limits on social media that you can't really, I don't know that I can think of any way to fix them. Um, you just have to be more aware of them. And I mean, when you're interacting on social media, you have to understand that like, this is the way it works. You're not sitting across from that person. So you have to, there has to be some sort of mutual respect that I just don't see very much. And while I do think that like social media should be like a a tool for these kind of things, it just has to be used differently than how I see it today. I think that social media is an awesome tool for like advocacy for issues and getting education out there about issues that you care about. I just see it as less effective for trying to change someone's mind or trying to debate an issue or have a like genuine discussion about it. I actually have a few couple ideas for how Twitter could change to be more conducive to these. Well, I actually don't even know if it's more conducive to discussion, but just more conducive to truth 
not that I think they'd ever actually do this, but if uh, a first just showing the like the first or second reply to a tweet in the feed or more easily make it just make it default viewable so that if someone if Donald Trump tweets something ridiculous then the top reply is like debunking it then you'd see it if you follow Trump you have to see the reply would be one thing the second thing which is a little bit more ridiculous is if there was some feature in Twitter where you could like mark a tweet as possessing a fallacy of some kind or if even you could say what specific fallacy it was because I think you know especially with social media where you don't have to defend your arguments that much you can really say whatever you want and so a lot of these tweets or statuses people post they're like they have really clear things it's like that clearly is not you know they're using fallacies to their advantage if there's a way to mark it so that people scrolling past could see this tweet has been marked for a red herring fallacy by most of the people who view it it would be you know make it more obvious that some tweets are possessing less truth than others but again i don't think they should actually do this i don't think they will actually do this but just an idea I have for how you can make Twitter more transparent, I guess, and kind of crowdsource what people think to be true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that's an interesting idea. But then, I mean, who's, you know, who's checking for the fallacy, right? Who's checking for the red herring? And that person has their own bias and their own bent. Yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah. Well, who's yeah. checking it? Really anyone could vote on it. So that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. crowdsourced. Okay, you're saying that. Yeah. So then, I mean, you're going to see... If someone sees something that that disagrees with them, then they'll just mark yeah, it. Right. Right. <laughs> well, if you make yeah. them choose a specific idea. one, then it makes it more difficult <laughs> because then you know some dummy couldn't just like if they just vote red yeah. herring on everything, then clearly they're just it doesn't make sense. Twitter already does yeah. that though. Uh, they started marking tweets as like like fact checkable. I don't know if you read about that. Yeah, but like, yeah, they do that on Facebook too. Oh, well, not as much. Like, That's like been the whole debate. But for news, like for news stories on Facebook now, you'll see like this has been this has been marked as you know. Oh, oh yeah, they'll, they'll mark it. Oh yeah, you're right. I was thinking of something else. Whereas uh, Donald Trump's tweets were getting removed, but on Facebook they were staying. It wasn't regarding truth though. It was regarding yeah. it was regarding uh, violence. Even even if like the developers did implement those kind of systems into these different social media outlets, yeah. uh, like I think I think that would work ideally, but think about like who has the most money that wants to make a change and those big powerhouses and stuff and at that point it's like i don't know the 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 richest people get to have the biggest influence in a lot of ways i think so that's just adds a whole nother element onto this already huge discussion of social media yeah, absolutely. And so I just it, the, the, that just kind of complicates things to a point that it's like, who knows even if, if if you even can do anything to kind of solve some of these problems. But big, huge topic. You can't do anything. Huge fix discussion. It. It's Holy all screwed. Cow. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> We're just taking the 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 glass half empty approach here. No, I mean, I my favorite. Yeah, I mean, I think. Like I said, I think social media is obviously incredibly powerful, and I think it even still is for things like this, but you have to be reasonable about it. It has to be more about advocacy than it is about about trying to change somebody's mind. If you want to have like a discussion with somebody like that, you have to have it like face-to-face. And that's why like I, I think if you're having a discussion with somebody who disagrees with you on social media, I think like for me it's like make a one comment max back and if they want to keep the discussion going and like make it some huge thread just like message them tell them let's meet in person or you know maybe that's not possible let's have a video call or something that's a little bit different because it just like it just spirals out of control in my opinion like most of the time and like 
I mean, honestly, like psychologically, we're all like natural born lawyers, essentially. Like we want to defend our positions and we want to persuade other people to have them. Like that's what we're, we, when we have something that's like, when we hold a, a belief, that's what we want to do is we want to defend it and we want others to hold our views. And so a lot of times our reasoning can get, you know, blurred or thrown out the window, like in that process. And I think especially when you're arguing with somebody, like your reasoning about your own side can tend to be a little bit like lazy, but then when you're like dissecting someone else's argument, you're really like detailed and kind of hone in on things. And it's just like almost like an attacking like tendency that we have to just go after people who think of things that are different than us rather than try and be like reasonable with people. And I think it's a tough thing to overcome. And I think that I have issues with it, you know, from time to time as well, because when you think you know something, you want to, you want to like prove that. And, and sometimes it throws some of your other reasoning out the window. Yeah. Like I think one of the interesting things that I read in the article you sent me, Luke, was how when you get into political debates versus another kind of debate. So in the example in the article, it was debating over who would win in a hot dog eating contest. Uh, it said that participants don't have much to lose. So like if I'm wrong in the argument, then I don't really, it doesn't like affect me that much. No, I'm, it would actually affect me a lot if I was wrong in that argument. But but political <laughs> arguments are different because like when you get those wrong, like I don't know why, something about debating politics like makes me really scared to be wrong, Cause, like, especially if yeah. it's public. And so that's yeah the thing where it's like, uh, it's hard to, because you're saying how what your own positions you don't defend as well like you're willing to let more uh like things slip past you when you're making up your things in your own head but then when other people are presenting their arguments you pick them apart and i think like the reason that people have to be more willing to like back like backtrack on their own arguments so like if you're in a debate and you make a mistake you have to be willing to backtrack but because of the nature of political arguments where you're really scared to screw up and you don't want to you don't want to be known to screw up then you're not you're not willing to backtrack just by the nature of political arguments where you just are afraid to lose. Yeah, and then those arguments, like, that's your personal core values on the line that you are defending, essentially. And I think that's why a lot of people, especially on social media, are so eager to to to, to jump to the defense is because I feel like, you know, so some, oppo- some opposing views could almost be seen as, like, an attack on you and what you believe. And then that's just kind of your instinct is to, is to defend yourself. So I think that's Mm -hmm. where a lot of that conflict can, can arise. Yeah. I mean, I mean, here's the thing. I think when you have, you have your core beliefs, I think the right thing to do is to stand up for them. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be doing that. I mean, that's, I think it is incredibly important that to, to stand up for your core beliefs and to, to advocate for them and to, um, you know, to, to, to push those forward because that's who you are and that's what you believe. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. I just think in a social media platform, you have to be very careful about the ways that you do it because, um, you know, you have to be just cognizant of the ways that that affects you. And there's so much, especially with social media, when you're talking about these things, like emotion plays in even more than it normally would. It's just, you're 
when you're not looking someone in the face, you're not having the human interaction, you can be really quick to get angry. And especially because it's a public like place that you're having this discussion, other people who are your Facebook friends and their Facebook friends are seeing this discussion. And so there's almost like this, I think there's a huge piece of it that is this fear of like losing face where you're like, man, I can't budge at all because then the people who are my friends who hold these same views as me, they're going to be like, Ooh, like, like what the hell, man? Like, what do you, what do you mean? Why are you budging on that? And also you just, there's just this real fear. I think, I think that fear plays a lot into how people are so stubborn with it on social media, because if they like, if they, um, show a little bit of like perspective and maybe they, they find a little bit of a middle ground that might be looked upon like totally negatively by other people who hold their same beliefs. And so I think it's just, it's just difficult to try and work around that, that, that fear of losing face that people fear, a lot when they're doing these social media arguments um, that, that kind of gets in the way. What do you think about the, like the whole social media bubble thing and how, if you only follow people that think the same things you are, all you ever see are the same things that you believe. This is like a prevalent on Twitter. If you browse Reddit and you're a liberal, that's prevalent because basically everything on Reddit is left leaning. Um, it's almost surprising to see, like on Twitter, when something pops up on my feed that is right leaning, I'm kind of like, well, how'd that get here? This shouldn't be here. Um, <laughs> right. I like to, honestly, when the things like that show up, though, or when there's like heated debate periods, kind of like what's going on right now, I, I like to browse the, find some person from the other side and just browse their tweets and see what they're saying. Not that I like agree with what they're saying, but I just like to see what is going through their minds at this time. Yeah. Because. You know, it's, it's when you're in the bubble, it's really easy to think that everyone is on your side. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, crap, there's yeah. a whole other angle to this. Kind of like if you go on Reddit, you go to r slash. Well, the Donald is uh, banned, but I think <laughs> but if you go to r slash like conservative, it's like a whole different world than yeah. the rest of the website. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. I think that it's it's that's a skill, man, that more people need to practice and myself included is, you know, when you see. It, getting out of that bubble into where you can start to look at other people's words and say, okay, here's what they're thinking. Why are they thinking that? Uh, you know, is it their, you know, were they raised in a different environment? What sort of events shaped who they are and shaped the beliefs that they have? And understanding that that's like, that's not just a person typing words. Like that's a human who's had different experiences than you. They've had different relationships than you. Everything has been different for them than it has been for you. So why do they think the way they do? And I think you're right that we can get caught up so much in those social bubbles. Like, you know, you're going to follow people who are like you and people who are your friends most of the time, not always have, have views that are similar to yours. And it's really easy to get stuck in that. So I think what you brought up that you do is that's a great skill to have is to just Thank go you. look at go you're hey you're plus <laughs> points for tanner on this episode congrats, all right because that's a tough thing applause. to do man it's a tough thing to do and it's something that people don't do enough it's tough to read tweets I mean, yeah, it's, but it's different though. I mean, you're, you're, you're making the choice to go look at what the other side yeah. is saying that you don't agree with and trying to, you know, and trying to think about what their thought process is. And that's, that's what, that's what moves things forward. In my opinion, you got, we have to, we have to get some sort of separation between arguing just to win and arguing to actually make progress in what we care about, because I think it's perfectly fair for people to have opposite views and to be passionate about them. Totally fine. But if they're just... If they're unwilling to think about what the person on the other side, where they come from and why they think the way they do, and to try and take a little bit of perspective, then it's just not useful. I mean, it's just, it's not. So there has to be arguing for, not arguing, it doesn't have to be arguing, it has to be discussion for progress rather than discussion for the sake of, of winning. 
Yeah, like you have to enter a discussion open to the idea that you might get your mind changed or be open yeah. to giving a little ground in some regard. If you just go into the argument and you're like, there's no way that I could possibly think the other way, then, well, I mean, that you might go into the argument like that, but um, if you, like, there, I won't allow myself to think the other way, then that's a different story. Then there's no point. Yeah, yeah no, I think it's, I think it's all about perspective, 100%. I don't think, Get it. I don't think surrounding yourself by purely just your own beliefs is productive for your own personal growth. I think it's important to consider um, every side of every topic. You know, don't, don't, least, just don't just close yourself off to it. You know, be be willing to get out of your comfort zone, have those conversations, um, and learn. And then at the end of it, make a well-informed, educated decision. And kind of reevaluate your previous um, opinions on things. I challenge all our listeners. I challenge, I challenge our liberal <laughs> listeners to follow Ben Shapiro <laughs> on Twitter, and then I challenge our liberal listeners to follow. Uh, wait, no shit. What did I say? Conservative listeners. You said you said liberty. Okay, conservatives follow uh, Barack Obama. <laughs> There's probably better examples, but that works. That works. Better examples <laughs> of liberals than Barack Obama? <laughs> Just kidding. I'm, I'm not, I don't know. Feel probably. free to DM us at the Thoughtfully Absurd Podcast with your stories. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I think it's easy to use politics as an example, but this is really generalizable. I mean, this goes for oh, anything that you want sure. to discuss on social media because, I mean, people discuss so many different things and... I think what what I what I'm trying to work on I don't I don't post that much on social media so it doesn't you know I don't get involved in these discussions that much but I think what's important to think about when you find yourself getting into a discussion on social media about you know a topic that you're passionate about is ask yourself like before you send that message like what are you actually fighting for in this message what's the ideal what's the you know the thing that you're fighting for and are you actually are you helping that thing are you helping that thing with what you're about to say right now or are you you know and i understand standing up for your for what you believe and i'm totally for that but i think you need to ask yourself what am i actually fighting for like in this discussion i'm having and is what i'm about to discuss and say going to be beneficial for that cause and actually a really cool idea that i heard about was some guy who and i think i don't think this and this is obviously not applicable for uh, people who like don't have you know are don't have a lot of like money or things like that but i thought it was a really cool idea is this guy he found himself getting into like a lot of these kind of pointless meaningless discussions on social media so he he decided that whenever he saw um someone on his social media like uh disparaging like a cause that he cared about instead of arguing with them about it he would go and he would donate to a cause that he felt um that he felt did the best to address the issue that he was passionate about i thought that was an interesting idea to in thinking about that like what are you actually fighting for with your discussion and and you know where is it going so i thought that was a cool idea to to practice that but obviously it's not for everybody but it's just that mindset yeah, totally. You have you have the decision to to contribute to the clutter and the noise uh, in the world and in social media by throwing out more and more comments that aren't making any progress. Or you can opinions. choose <laughs> precisely, <laughs> or you can choose to actually spend your energy, spend your efforts in a way that'll actually make a difference and make an I impact. I encourage our I listeners to open lines of credit if necessary. 
to participate in this challenge. If you don't have the money, participate in this challenge. go into debt go into if you debt. have to. Just to stop posting stupid comments. We should start a GoFundMe to stop posting stupid comments. What would I do with All the right. money? I don't know. We'd do something. I don't don't give it to Tanner, that's for sure. All right, guys, I think that's a good um, point to pause our conversation there. Um, and we're going to move into um, something a little bit different here that I, I think Tanner has set up for us. So oh, I do. Him, I'm going to okay. let him take over. All right. So if you guys have me, are you guys ready? To, do you guys want to play a game? Absolutely. Where there is a winner and there's a loser. Let's do this. Okay. One of you. I call, I call winner. <laughs> whoever wins. I and that person will get to choose a photo to post on our Instagram account, the Thoughtfully Absurd Instagram account, of our choosing, whatever it is, probably of the losing person. Um, so the loser has to accept that they might get something ridiculously embarrassing posted on our account. Any photo? Any photo goes. Ooh. Any photo goes. Okay. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Spicy. I'm in. Let's do it. Okay. The game is really simple. It's just, I'm going to read some riddles. I have an odd number of riddles, so someone will win and someone will lose. <laughs> you just have to guess the results of the or the answers to the riddles. And I'm going to help you guys because I don't want to stay here forever and have you guys guessing. Yeah. So, uh, if you guys don't get them, and they're not very hard riddles, they shouldn't be. I don't think I didn't pick hard ones. But, so hopefully. Also, also, thanks for sending me the riddles beforehand, man. I really appreciate that. <laughs> That's crap. That's not fair. I sent him fake riddles. I sent him fake riddles. <laughs> Decoys. All right. Are you guys okay, ready for let's riddle one? Yeah. Let's, let's play do. elevator music while we're thinking about our answers. Damn, I wish. Okay. All right. Or Jeopardy. The Jeopardy theme song. Why did yeah. Tigger go to the bathroom? Because he had to poo? Close enough. It has to do yes. with poo. Yes. Oh, wait. And that's one for Luke. All right. Gosh dang it. Here's a little longer one. Samuel. <laughs> Samuel was out for a walk when it started to rain. He did not have an umbrella, and he wasn't wearing a hat. His clothes were soaked, yet not a single hair on his head got wet. How could this happen? He's bald. Holy shit. He's bald. Ian, got it. Oh, That's one dang, Ian. Bro. One Luke, oh. one Ian. All right, here we go. Sorry. Next riddle. I got excited. You play with me at night before... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Uh, oh, you, play with, you play with me at night before going to sleep. You can't get caught fiddling with me at work. You only let a select few people touch me. What am I? Phone. Phone, 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 phone. phone, 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 phone. Oh, come on. Let's go. I was letting him finish. Give it to me. No, uh, let the rules state that you can answer as answer soon as you know. Okay. Okay. Next one. What type of music do rabbits listen to? Hip-hop. Let's go. Dude. Oh, my gosh. Bro, you have you heard these before? Nope, I have not. I just want to post left, them Tell me there's a lot left. There's a number of them left. Okay, but... good. You're going to have to start just, getting them right. I'm very inspired. I'm very inspired to post an embarrassing picture of Luke. Why is Europe? all the world to see. I know what kind of ammo you have. This is not good. Okay. okay. Here's the riddle. Why is Europe like a frying pan? Like a frying pan? Like a frying pan. Oh, God. Think about uh, what you might find in a frying pan. What food? They have good food. Have yes, good food. yes. 
What? No. Actually, no. No. Okay. okay. What? Ah. <laughs> he actually got me for a second. No, I, was like, I swear I've heard this before, but I cannot remember. Why is your? Okay, it's related to food, kind of, but the answer does not involve. You wouldn't eat this. It's uh, <laughs> it's kind of an accessory to food. Oh, it's got a it's got a panhandle. Oh, that's a good answer. That's not I like the answer. That. Something about a panhandle. It has a it's boot. Got, oh, uh, it has grease in it. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's let's that's go. Dumb. All right, Luke's that's got dumb. it. Okay, okay. Next riddle. If I miss, I might hit your bush. It's my job to stuff your box. <laughs> when I come, it's news. What am I? Mailman, mail. Mailman, no, mail, newspaper, mail. newspaper. It's paperboy. Close enough. Who gets it? I said mailman. You said mailman. Luke said newspaper, so I'm saying I'm giving it to Luke. Yes. Because mailman news isn't news. Yeah, come on, bro. Wait, what, wait, what was the actual answer? The, an the actual answer is the paper boy. Paper boy. Yes, but that, I'm not going to sit around here and wait for you guys to get wow. paper boy. Mailman, honestly, is a better answer, but I will take But mailman point. doesn't have the news. I think the important part was the news. You're right. You know what? You're absolutely right. Yeah, I deserve this point. No, I, I don't agree, but let's move on. <laughs> what are we at? What's the score? Um, I oh, it's tied right now. It's tied. 6-6, six, six, and there are three left. We've done 12 of these? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's three, three, Something and about there are that three left. Up. You've done six. Oh, okay. <laughs> the okay, hell? okay, that makes all sense. Right, all right, keep going. All right. What has wheels and flies, but is not an aircraft? Completely stumped. Ooh. Think about the flies. Think about. As wheels and flies? And by flies, I mean the insect. Usain Bolt? What has wheels? That, man, that what? man's got wheels on him, bro. That man's got wheels on him. Why would you call him an insect? <laughs> no, not an insect. What has wheels and flies, but is not an aircraft? But the flies part is referring to an insect. Oh. I saw this video compilation today of Usain Bolt. <laughs> like, bro, I saw that. Getting that positive nice. interaction with like people out on the track, and everyone was so freaking happy. I saw that as well. That was, that awesome. was really nice. It was very heartwarming. Okay, Tanner, give us another hint, please. Um, it is a vehicle. Really? It's, it's helicopter. It's a big vehicle. What kind of vehicle? Oh, a plane. I've... A plane. But it's not an aircraft. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Never mind. I was going to say, there's no way I missed oh, that. It's a, okay, it's, it's a land-based vehicle. It has wheels and flies. Oh, oh, bro, uh, Radio Flyer, the wagons. No. Really? But that, that doesn't fly. The flies, the insect. Oh, wait. Oh, but it has, oh, no but it has flies. Uh, oh, cheese, cheese, bro. <laughs> Oh my god. I might just give you the answer. This cheese. is too sad. A wheel of cheese and there's no, flies. On not, it. No, it's a I told you it was a vehicle. Oh shit. No, you're gonna have to give it's us a vehicle. It's a vehicle. It's a large vehicle. There are flies around it normally. Oh, 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 uh, uh, a garbage there truck. There we go. Oh, yes. Ian's oh, at four. Yes. Ian is at game point, but we're gonna finish the last two. That's regardless. a riddle where you have to read that. Okay. The next riddle is this. Why can't a pirate ever finish the alphabet? Uh, I thought you too guys, many, I thought too many you guys R's noticed. in it? No. Uh, I thought you he doesn't know anything past R. No. He would be nothing without the C. Close. <laughs> Ooh. There's... He can't live without the C. The C. 
That has something to do with. See, I kind of want you to get closer to what the yeah, actual yeah, answer is. Don't worry, I've got this. I've got this. Um, it's a kind of a common phrase when you're on a boat and you. Uh, He's, he gets lost after sea. He gets lost at sea. There you go. All right. Let's go. Are you oh, kidding? Baby, I just Wait, stole half half you. point each. No, half you point need each. No, not half either. point each. All right. <laughs> we are. I did not expect this to happen, but we are tied Here going into the final riddle. Oh my God. Can Here we at we least go. do like I get three fourths, he gets a fourth point? No way, bro. You get nothing. You get zero. We need the, oh we need the intensity, the suspense. This is the Rip final off. riddle Rip off. of the night. Okay. I grow in a bed, first white than red. The plumper I get, the better women like me. What am I? Uh, Pigs in a blanket. Oh, flowers, 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 flowers. Close, but no. Roses, roses. It's not a flower. Wait, serious? Tell me it's not pigs in a blanket. Grow in a bed, first white than red. It's not pigs in a blanket. It's not a flower, but it does grow. What? It, it means it grows in a flower bed for sure. Many things can grow in a flower bed. It doesn't have to be a flower. First white, then red. Well, then it would be called called a garden bed, not a flower bed. Well, it didn't say bed. It didn't say I grow in a flower bed. It said a, I grow a in a bed. An apple. An apple. Um, not the right one. <laughs> what do you mean, not the right one? What? Well, when is an apple white? An apple. Oh, uh, berry? Uh, strawberry, strawberry, strawberry. There you go, strawberry. strawberry. Luke yes. takes it. Luke Let's takes go, it. Bro. <laughs> that's crap. Luke yes. takes it. No, like, no, 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 no. I'm, yeah, no, yeah, that's um, not. It, when you have my experience with growing strawberries, you'll understand that they, they do start <laughs> right. Um, you'll get there. You'll get there. <laughs> the one about that this one that was kind off. of a stretch is it says, I grow in a bed, first white, then red. The plumper I get, the better women like. I don't know why they specified women. I mean, it was clearly meant to be some sort of sexual thing, you know, but. It wasn't, though. It was a strawberry. I do not approve. Well, I mean, it's supposed to lead you that way. No, I didn't think mm. that. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> okay, so we can all pretty much agree that I was I was gypped on that last one. I don't know why I think that, that is. Um, Ian's picture, Ian's picture is going up on Instagram. Look for that soon. All you You're said, Ian, you, you mentioned the sea. You didn't even say anything about like getting lost or losing it or like any sort of. It was implied. It was implied. That's not how riddles work. God. Anyways, <laughs> I do have one last riddle that I'd like to throw out to the audience, the listeners. Oh, how fun. The how reward fun. for answering this riddle will be a shout out in the next episode. And we'll, I personally will read a message of your writing actually you know what no wow. i'll read it whoever you want to read it will read a message of your writing because oh. i don't want to i don't want to read one of your one of your grandma's thing <laughs> i'd rather you read it that's a big prize anyway here's so, the riddle how, how do they answer what are they how do they answer? oh no um, direct message the authentically blonde <laughs> the thoughtfully sorry Get my Instagrams messed up. The Thoughtfully Absurd Instagram page. Direct message the Thoughtfully Absurd Instagram page with the answer. First person to answer correctly gets a shout-out and a message posted on the next podcast. I've one of us reading that. That was an unsponsored shout-out. That was an unsponsored uh, shout-out. Authentically Blonde. We are not sponsored by them. Not sponsored. I'd say that for legal reasons. All right, Tanner. Tanner, give us that last riddle. Here's the the last riddle. The riddle for the people. This is the riddle for the people. Arnold Schwarzenegger's is really long. Michael J. Fox's is short. Daffy Ducks isn't human. 
Madonna doesn't have one. What am I? Think on mm. that. Don't give him any hints. Let him marinate. I I got the answer, so hopefully our listeners can can get it pretty quick. I'm I'm watching my phone right now. I'm assuming that. Uh, oh wait, we haven't published this episode. <laughs> oh wait, this isn't live. What? <laughs> I can't believe nobody's listening to this live. <laughs> It's like one of them, my roommates hears me and they're like, ah. they sure they message me. <laughs> that would be actually kind of dope if they did, but I doubt they, uh, I doubt they're listening under the door. <laughs> I can hear them in the background. <laughs> yeah. They're being, they're being, they're because creating a racket. racket you know? so, yeah. Well, does anything have, anyone have anything else they'd like to add? Ian. Um, wow, you just really put me on the spot. I, I got nothing. Oh, I have something. I when nothing. I was at the grocery store just before this episode, I'm wearing an Ohio State jacket, and then some guy walked past me wearing an Ohio State hat, and he said, nice shirt. Then I was like, thanks, dude. I didn't That's catch really the nice. he I didn't notice he was wearing the Ohio State oh, yeah. hat. <laughs> and so, like, he kind of, like, looked at me weird, and I looked at He's him. He's probably weird. just so heartbroken. And then Jess was with me, and she's like, why did you look at him all weird? And then I was like, oh, shoot. And I yelled back. I'm like, oh, the hat. You yelled back at him? <laughs> I yelled oh, back hat? at him in Walmart. <laughs> I'm like, oh, the hat. And then he's like, yes. And he pointed his hat. So successful connection made. Good luck, guys. You know what that reminds That reminds me of um, when we were leaving the Buccaneers game. Tanner, Tanner treated me to a nice Buccaneers game in Seattle. They played the Seahawks last season. And... Buccaneers Great lost game. as you thought they Great might, game. but it was an incredible game. Incredible game, and I'm a Buc I'm, I'm I'm big Buccaneers fan. So I was wearing my Mike Evans jersey, and as we were leaving the stadium, among just a throng of Seattle Seahawks fans, one lone white Buccaneers jersey, I noticed out of the crowd coming towards me, and as he <laughs> passed me, oh. as he passed me, he simply put his hand on my shoulder looked up at me and just just nodded sadly and just kept walking past <laughs> me <laughs> and no. it was it was the most heartfelt connection that i've had in a very long time it was <laughs> and you're married <laughs> and i'm married i got married last year all right so the, me and that unknown buccaneers fan who was also wearing a mike evans jersey we we have a connection that i will never be able to replicate well, we can only hope. We out. can only hope that he finds the podcast eventually right. someday and listens to this he episode. Will be an I will give up my hosting position. He will host the podcast. Well, think about if he put right. his arm on your shoulder, he probably did it like every single person with the jersey he walked past. Hey, he no, probably did it like seventy times. He did not. I was the only one that he picked out of the crowd. He saw the look on my face, and he knew I needed that. I, he knew I didn't break. need words. He knew I just needed that hand on my shoulder. That was all I needed. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Until next time, take some time to get to know yourself. Uh, next episode, guys, just wanted to give a little teaser. We're going to have our first guest on. I'm not going to say who it is, but he lives in Colorado. His name rhymes with Roner Mogulus. So stay tuned for that. Thank you. <laughs>